Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And tonight we have a ton to cover, don't we? We do. It is an exciting night. We will get all to it in just a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, but before we do, we have a new endeavor here at Daps Magic and Geek's Corner. Woo! And we have partnered with a company called Mouseways Travel, which really, um, I don't know if this should come as any surprise because the guy behind Mouseways Travel is a guy named Matthew. And I was, I think, the best man in his wedding. So we go back quite a ways. Anyway, um, websites are getting more expensive and uh, we continue to be losing more money. So we are trying this and uh, it's, I'm just being honest, come on. Um, so anyway. Transparency. We are being transparency. You're hearing about this for the very first time, but Mouseways Travels wants to help you book your next Disney vacation and ours as well. And travel agents can do a lot of work for you with no extra cost, which is the good thing. And our good friend Matthew is absolutely one of the best and he can help you save money. Uh, when you're ready to go to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or some other Disney destination, let Matthew and his team at mouseways.com slash dapsmagic take care of you. Be sure to mention Daps Magic sent you and you will help us bring more magic to your devices with news and videos. So go to this, go to mouseways.com slash dapsmagic for your next Disney vacation and tell them that Mr. Dapp sent you. We did it. Whew. We have never done that before, and hopefully you guys like that. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, check out mouseways.com slash dapsmagic, and, uh, and Matthew will take care of you. He's a great guy that he we've is. known for a very long time, and we've even traveled with him. That's true. And survived. Like, we're still here. <laughs> that's like, accurate. That's, that's when. So, yes, we have a travel agent now for Daps Magic, and hopefully we'll be traveling all together soon someday, and it will be great. Um, all right, so let's pop right into the week, I think, because there's been a ton going on. Let's do um, it. First things first, which it's hard to believe that this is the week because there is so much that happened this week, is Riot and the Last Dragon came out for, um, for home entertainment wow, reviews they're coming and um and so i got to see and you got to see us again and that is the short that's in theaters ahead of riot and the last dragon mm -hmm. and will be on the home entertainment release what did you think of this short animation's beautiful that was actually the first thing i said was how stunning it was mm -hmm. um colors are incredible i did cry which shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody um it's great honestly it has a lot of heart and I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. And and it's got great music. Like yeah, the music does. really does get into your to your heart and into your your toes as <laughs> like I found myself tapping along to the music and it's beautifully like I guess filmed or animated. Um, there's some great reflections. They use water very well, which I thought was really interesting as I was thinking about this because I feel like a big theme in Raya and the Last Dragon is that life comes from water. And they kind of hit the same theme from a different approach yeah. in Us Again and um, in the music and stuff too. But I just really enjoyed the short. And I, I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but it's meant to be. Is it ended? And I was like, that was a really good Pixar short. And then I was watching the, the credits and they have this cute little um, neon light that pops up that says Disney. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that's right. It was a Disney short. But it just feels... I don't know why it feels different than I'm used to with Disney animated shorts, but it, it had more of a Pixar feel to me. Yeah. And, and I don't know exactly why. I think part of it is the animation style. Yeah. Feels a little Pixar-y. Um, second of all, there's no spoken 
dialogue, yep. which has been Pixar shorts. But that's also um, happened. You think of like um, Paper Man. Paper like, Man. That's not an unheard of thing. But yeah, I. It's not unheard of. I, mean, I just feel like stylistically. And frankly, if Pixar had done this, it would have taken place in San Francisco and not Chicago. That's true. Like that. That's I don't know. That just but popped into my great. head. But it's great. I would honestly suggest getting Raya on home release just to watch this. Well, and there's a bunch of really good um, bonus features. Definitely. Also with the home entertainment release. And uh, my favorite was actually the one that going into it, I was kind of like, okay, this might be a little bit of a stretch. And they did a a meal inspired, inspired by Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Or Raya and the Last... Raya. Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon. And they did it virtually. And to me, it was kind of like, I'm a little bit over the Zoom thing. Okay. And virtual get-togethers are kind of like... But it turned out to be really charming, and it was very sweet and very fun. And you, it was full of heart, but also full of, like, behind-the-scenes things about how the movie was made. And so um, it was a really unique approach to doing a making-of bonus feature that I really enjoyed. Um, I would love to see someday a, uh, a full-on commentary of the full movie um, that, that goes over it. And I either missed it or couldn't find it or I don't know, but I didn't get to see that. So I would love to see that added at some point. All right, let's move to the big news of the day. Choo-choo! Today it was announced at about, what, 10 o'clock a.m. Yes. that next week people will be able to reserve and purchase tickets to go to Disneyland once again. And uh, so what we know is on the, what is it, the 9th? Or no, the 12th is the first one. Um, the 12th, people that already have tickets yes. will be able to reserve said tickets to go into the parks. Um, at Disneyland Resort. And then on the 15th, if you do not already have a 16th. ticket, 16th, I'm sorry. Um, if you, it's Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah. So I knew it was Thursday. Um, but if you don't have a ticket yet, then you can purchase one and get a reservation hopefully as well. And I believe you can do that up to 60 days in advance. So moving forward 60 days, if I, if I read everything correctly. And, um, and then if you've already got the ticket, you can actually go in on the 9th and see if it's, if it's eligible, basically. Um, so the week of stress for Disney fans has begun. <laughs> it's so confusing. Is it? Yes. So you get a ticket, but a ticket's not a reservation. We have to get a reservation, but a reservation's not a ticket. And um, Which is exactly like Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I think the funniest thing. Oh, it I, is the 15th. It is. The, I, I don't know why even numbers were sticking out in my head. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Roger. Um, it was like 12, 16. I like even numbers. I am curious in the comments who's intending to go to Disneyland and get tickets next week when they're they're um, open and when they'll start doing stuff. Like, when do they intend to go? Anyway, keep going. Funniest thing to me was the tweet that went out announcing that the tickets were on sale. Mm -hmm. uh, or not on sale. But the, there was information the about it. Yes. It said, hey, Legacy Pass holders, we have news for you. As if that wasn't public Twitter information. I think that was my favorite part. I honestly, listen, I understand that Legacy Pass holders are upset that um, they feel cheated out of, that they aren't, they don't have any hard tickets and what have you. I don't, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. This is why there are no more annual pass holders <laughs> because... 
things like this would flood the system completely. And if it was a system of annual pass holders that had early access to make reservations, they'd be gone instantly. Um, it's going to be the same problem either way. Like it, and I, but I don't I think, think there's at as the end many of the day they're mitigating the problem. I don't think there's possible. as many people with hard tickets though. True. That are still laying around. Oh yeah, yeah, I see. What That's you're what I'm saying. Yes, um, is that people are saying, but I had an annual pass that should count as a hard ticket. Um, I just think that it would flood the system and oh, totally, but things would be gone before anybody else gets a chance. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, that's like my personal thing of like, I get people are upset. I just think it's really funny. Is it, Hey, legacy pass holders. That's the only thing I think it's super funny. Like genuinely haha funny. Not like, I just think it's funny. That's it. <laughs> okay. I Did know. that make any sense to you? Um, what I just said. Sure. Did that make any sense to you? <laughs> no, I think it does. I have I have lots of mixed feelings on this, and I feel like it's always hard to analyze and um, critique these things on most. Like, I would not want to be the person running social media at Disney, no, or Disneyland, because there's really no way to win with this. And and it's um, a living, breathing situation. It's a living, breathing situation. It's it's a situation literally years in the making. And, and I think it's the old, um, what is it? Proverb when you basically try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. Totally. And I think there, there's been a demand that's necessitated an increase in prices. And Disney has really done its best to keep the prices down and accessible, but it's yeah. been too accessible. And so you've got this really, um, it's a revamp. Yeah, it's it's a well, it, it's it's a hard situation because now your your back is up against a wall and you can't do what Florida did, where you have a third of the tickets here or you know three yeah. different ways of getting tickets and if you don't get in that day, you're just going to have to try for another day, and um, whether you're a pass holder, a, a ticket, a day ticket, or a um, a hotel person, and and I think. I think in some ways Florida has it easier for reopening because of that, and they weren't closed as long, um, which also helps from a demand totally. standpoint. So all of that to say is I would not want to be the one in charge trying to figure out how to move forward and how to come up with a new membership program, whatever that's going to be, and then have to communicate um, that with, with everybody. And um, as Doug says in the comment, I don't mind an unfair system as long as it's equally unfair for everyone. I, I actually agree. Um, yeah. And I think they're doing their best, it seems like, with this. And um, it, it will be very interesting to see how long it takes the website to crash next Thursday. Oh, very much so. <laughs> um, um, they also have said no sooner than 8 a.m., which I think is super funny because that gives them so much leeway. Um, oh, yeah. But because I think that the site's going to crash at 7.55, um, place your bets now, kiddos. 8.04. I don't know. <laughs> no, because it's going to break in the 10-minute span before 8 a.m. Because people it's, are going to try and find that sweet spot of it's gonna be, when to go in. Yeah, I don't, it's going to be ridiculous. And um, but like you said, and I'd like to emphasize that point, Disney's doing their best. Yeah. Um, at no point am I being like hypercritical for fun. Um. I think that they're doing the best that they can. Yeah. So, and I think that a lot of people are having extremely unfair reactions um, to Disney literally just trying to do their best. And if the system doesn't work, they're going to fix it. Well, but, I'm really curious to see what it's like this summer. <laughs> like as yeah. things open up as, well, 
I don't know what the prices are going to be exactly yet. I think we're hearing about those on Friday. And if, if it's day prices and yes, there's going to be a surge of people that have been waiting for however long to get back into Disneyland. But I'm thinking of our favorite days to go to Disneyland traditionally are when all of the APs except for signature and signature plus were blocked out. Yeah. So if you have all of these wonderfully empty days through most of July and then you get rid of the, the one group that was still coming in on a regular basis, like is, is the demand just going to fill in that, that generally quieter? Cause I'm assuming they're going to have tiered pricing again. And if so assume, those yeah. higher tiered, well, I'm just curious to see what the supply and the demand does um, and how comfortable people are with traveling at this point. How comfortable are people going to be in large groups? Um, are they going to, you know, are they going to show up on these top tier days in the summer um, when potentially that's when people go on vacation? Like, it's just going to be a very interesting thing to see. Um, and then how does Disney react to that? Like, I it'll be very. I think the most interesting thing about summer um, is that if California keeps turning in the right direction, um, in theory, the economy would fully reopen on June 15th, which yeah. assuming that would also mean the travel restrictions lift. Yep. Um, which would mean that people from out of state could come in with no yep. um, quarantine and that's the period. demand I'm talking about. Totally. Yep. Um, especially because we saw that at a touch of Disney. We yeah. saw a lot of people from out of state. So I'm guessing that the summer is going to have a lot of people that are like, finally, I can go to Disneyland, um, which we're also hopefully going to see what that process looks like in the next week of how they're confirming that it's Californians. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it'll it'll... Who absolutely knows? Nobody. Um, We're just guessing, guys. We're just on the internet guessing. Yeah. Um, Clocky's saying he thought about this tonight. The limit on capacity for the next 60 days, a Monday or Tuesday, will be just as crowded as a Saturday or a Sunday. Which is or, weird, or right? just as uncrowded. Like, <laughs> that's weird to think I mean, about. And I will say, going to Florida in September with whatever percentage it was at the time, I think it was 15, 20, I don't know. 25. Was, was it up to 25 then or was it right after I came back? No, it went up to 30 when you left. Okay. So anyway, it was empty. We went on everything. It yeah. was great. Um, so I think this is going to be in some ways a very awesome time to go to Disneyland if you can get in. And that will be the real trick. Definitely. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that comes down to if you feel safe, if you if you have the funds, if you whatever. Um, and um and Doug says he thinks that they should limit initially to people who live within five miles <laughs> yeah. of the park um, who lives three miles from Disneyland. Let's see how far. <laughs> yeah, right. I think, we're, I think we're seven miles away right now. So how about 10 miles, Doug? Don't triangulate um, the location. <laughs> anyway, um, along with all of these ticketing uh, details that were released today, we also learned what attractions, and we could go into a whole lot more beyond attractions, but we're just going to, we're going to stick with attractions because there's yeah, a lot of news Yeah, there's here. a lot. Um, we learned what is going to be open and what is not. And, and so uh, very quickly, um, I think, did we actually put what isn't going to be open on here? Yeah, we did. Okay, is it at the bottom? Yeah, we did. All right, there we go. So at Disneyland, I'm just going to go with closed because there's less closed than there <laughs> is open, even though there's still quite a bit. No? Hit it. 
Hit it? Okay. Hit it. So, closed is Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Chippendale Treehouse, Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, Disneyland Monorail, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Donald's Boat, oh, Finding oh. Nemo Submarine Voyage, no surprise there. No. Frontierland <laughs> Shooting Ex Exposition, Goofy's Playhouse, another one not a surprise, nope. Jungle Cruise, yet another one not a surprise, Main Street Cinema, eh. uh, Matterhorn Bobsleds, ah. Mickey's House, Minnie's House, Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island, Sailing Ship Columbia, Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough, Star Wars Launch Bay, and Storybook Land Canal boats at Disneyland. At Disney California Adventure, these will be closed. Animation Academy Bakery Tour, no surprise there. Blue Sky Cellar, Disney Junior Live on stage, also no surprise. Golden Zephyr, a little bit of surprise. Grizzly River Run, Red Car Trolley, Red Week, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, and Sorcerer's Workshop will all be closed at Disney California Adventure. Uh, we will record Haunted Mansion, Bailey. That Just is for, for sure. Only uh, for you. Yes. Um, did, what, what did you think about what was open and closed? There was a lot open that I was surprised about. Yeah, I think everybody was surprised. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Rise. Rise of the Resistance. All didn't seem like they would completely be in the realm of opening. Yeah. But apparently they are. I will be curious to see if they are still doing boarding groups for Rise. Um, I'm assuming so, but yeah, since they did I would Hollywood guess. Studios. Yeah, yeah, I would guess. Um, anything else out of that list that really jumped out at you or surprised you? About it being closed? I think Jungle Cruise we should just address real quick because I think they've already started, if I had to make a guess, the uh, the renovation for the new storylines. Yeah. And so my hunch is we're going to get the new version of Jungle Cruise whenever it's finished and opened. Um, anything else you wanted to say? Um, we will get the the new Snow White attraction whenever we can get in. Yeah, also. I'm excited about those. That. Will probably be two of the the higher priority ones that we we will film. Snow White Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good idea. Um, I don't know. I saw the Disneyland Railroad running today. Like I saw a video. We'll, of it. we'll film that too. I know. It just made me so happy. Um, Disney Parks put on their TikTok. Like they went on the trains. Mm -hmm. Um, and they went where the new waterfall is and like they looked at the uh, Rivers of America and it kind of like took my breath away for a second because I really missed I didn't realize how much I missed that view specifically. Yeah. So I'm really excited to just like get on the train for a half hour and do a Grand Circle tour. I'm just glad it looks like Starbucks is going to be open. Oh, whew. <laughs> Well, Thank no, goodness. One of my favorite things to do is Starbucks, get on the train. I miss our baristas. Or Starbucks and then get on the Mark Twain. Like those are two of the nicest things you can do to start your day at Disneyland. Um, so yeah. that will be a lot of fun. I agree. And uh, yeah, I was, I, I don't know that I was super surprised about anything because I kind of been hearing and just watching people I know going to work. Yeah. Um, seemed to indicate certain attractions would be open <laughs> and certain ones wouldn't as I've been seeing people get their costumes on very like, oh, <laughs> you know, Oh, that cost. Okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there's, it's going to be a lot of fun and um, it just assuming we can get in and uh, there is park hopping after one o'clock, which is also very cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's going to be fun. That means we can enjoy our afternoon. Assuming, <laughs> assuming we can get in that, that will be the trick. I know. Um, and that's the trick for everybody in California right now. Everybody's going to be. Um, Next week's going to be stressful. 
trying to get in. Yeah, it'll be an interesting day. Um, heading on over to Walt Disney World, though, we learned today that they're changing their face covering guidelines, which means that if you are getting your picture taken, you will be able to take your face covering off during said picture taking. Um, Katie, what do you think of this? I have mixed feelings. Um, That's fair. So I'll start with the positives. It's following the science. Um, science says that if you are outside and you are away from other people, momentarily removing your mask isn't going to be harmful to you or other people. Following the science, totally here for it. Um, thing I'm not super excited about, all the Walt Disney World guidelines specifies is if you are taking an outdoor photo. So it's not if photo pass is taking your photo. Yeah. It is if you are taking an outdoor photo. I've seen people take outdoor photos in very strange places. Um, I am very concerned for cast members specifically on what it's going to look like for enforcing for them. Um, because people can very easily be like, oh, I'm about to take a photo. I just took a photo. And yes, they can get those people to put their masks back on. I just feel like it's going to create a big issue of are these people taking photos or not? And maybe that's not the fight that needs to be had right now. But even I just got my second dose today. In two weeks, I will be fully vaccinated. That idea, even if we were to go in six months, still kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like being around strangers with no masks on. <laughs> um, but like I said, it's following the science. It's backed by the CDC. Like they're doing the right thing logi and, logically. And I think there's probably also a level of recognition of the trend line for vaccinations is growing. Totally. Uh, very quickly. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see. And I think my hunch is, is this is a way to not be fighting the small things and then they can really enforce the, hey, you're walking without a mask, which for sure, I, I actually think that's a better thing to be, um, you know, I think that might be a better thing to be uh, pushing for or, hey, you're in line. You need to be wearing this. You're not drinking water, uh, whatever that is. Definitely. Um, I don't actually know what I think about it, because I think if this starts on the 8th. Okay and the trends keep continuing like by the by the time it impacts us it may be kind of a non-issue like people are still told to wear masks but if there's a level of vaccination that's happened by that time by um, two days from now no by the time i go to any oh park, i thought you meant um, by the time this starts no, i was like I wait what <laughs> like anytime i go to florida i i have a feeling by the time i'm ever gonna get there the issue is gonna be completely gone and, and then the flip side of this is, is if you have an issue with it and it does make you that uncomfortable, um, probably shouldn't go. Like that's, that's been my kind of viewpoint with this whole thing, whether it's Walt Disney World months ago, Disneyland this month, or, or any of these is if you're uncomfortable, you shouldn't have to, like nobody's telling you you have to go to Disney. Yeah. And I get that, that we miss it and we love it. And it's, it's a happy place for many people. But I would hate if somebody had that tainted because they pushed themselves too hard or too far or, you know, just out of their comfort zone. And I think it's a much wiser move to be like, hey, if you're uncomfortable with this, wait till you're comfortable. Like, totally. there's, there's no reason to rush this. And, uh, and I've had lots of people 
I think this is where I've kind of like, I kind of see the logic in this. I've had lots of people messaging me lately going, hey, how did those people get that picture in Florida? Because there's a lot of photographers right now going around, it seems like, um, getting couples shots or, or whatever shots of people without masks. And I don't mean masks just hanging off their ear. I mean, like, I don't even see it. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, like, I, I don't actually know. I know they're not supposed to. <laughs> and yeah. And it could be it's just one of those battles that Disney's like, hey, you know what? There's more important battles to fight, so we're we're gonna move on well, with this. And I saw, I can't remember where I saw this tweet, um, but it was somebody posted in like a Disney Facebook group or something that on their Walt Disney World vacation they had made it an extreme sport to take off their mask, take a photo, and um, see like how long they would go before a cast member would tell them to put them back on. In some ways, I think that doing things like this is not, it's going to have less stressed out cast members running around trying to stop people like this. But also gets rid of the, ooh, you're breaking the rule because. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think. We will not be at the opening of Universal Studios Hollywood. Because their website broke. <laughs> to answer your question. Yeah. No, we thought about it. But we will see. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how their opening goes, how this new policy for masks goes in Florida, and and what the June 15th and beyond looks like for Disneyland. Definitely. All right, moving on into the world of Disney Plus this week, we got a new trailer for Loki, and it looks awesome. Um, I will admit that I have not completely been on the like bandwagon of Loki. It's been one of those shows where I'm like, it's gonna be fun i'll enjoy okay, it when wrong. it gets here right um i'm admitting that but <laughs> but i i went from having this like comfortableness with it of just like oh this will be good whatever to seeing this trailer this week and i was like oh this is gonna be good like it's it's gonna be fun mm -hmm. and i actually think in many regards for the three disney plus marvel shows we're getting this spring uh, this one might end up being the most enjoyable like i think wandavision most heart it's looking like falcon and the winter soldier the most action in like adventure and i have a feeling loki is just gonna be fun and funny um what did you think of the trailer and um i think it's gonna be a lot of fun um i think that loki is a very fun underutilized character like mm -hmm. Every time that makes me worried. I'm like, maybe that's what keeps him fun. <laughs> Possibly. Um, but I think a series like this, it, it's not a movie. No, I'll say that because sometimes you see a movie of someone you're like, Oh, I don't care anymore. I didn't need that. But yeah. I think a series it's fast paced enough that it'll still keep the fun. The zany and antics. Owen Wilson, I think is a perfect oh, foil. Yes. Like they are the, the chemistry there, I like when they cast him, I was like, okay, I like him. That's good. And then seeing the two of them, I was just like, it's, oh, that's good. It's a great dynamic <laughs> yeah, between the two of it's them. It's a fantastic dynamic. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see like what's the end game of this? For sure. Um, I do like what we learned about the the plot line I through this. I am thrilled. And what they're doing with this and all the possibilities that could come with this. And yes, Clocky, the Picard season two teaser was ridiculous, but we're not talking about it tonight because Katie's a few decades behind. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was born in 1996. That's a lot of media to catch up on, guys. 
all I can say is I'm curious what we're going to see of the Stargazer. Um, I don't know what that means. That's why I said it. But uh, Thank you. We'll, we'll talk about this <laughs> offline, Clarky. Um, but uh, I'm very intrigued by Loki. I think it's going to be great. And um, this might end up being my favorite Disney plus Marvel show of the spring. I, WandaVision holds a really special place in my heart. <laughs> Do you know how many things I have to watch, Clocky? I have so many things. We got Bad Batch coming up in like, what, three weeks? And I still haven't yeah. watched Clone Wars or Rebels. I, I We were working on TNG before the pandemic. Yep. Any hoozle. Um, All right. So we're so looking forward things. to Loki. Yes. We're also looking forward to Black Widow, which had a trailer come out in the last week as well. Very quickly, Katie, what did you think? I think it looks fun. Um. I'm not blown away by anything I've seen though. Like nothing was like, wow, I can't wait. Um, I'm excited to watch this in a movie theater. Like for sure. When I was watching the trailer, I was like, this needs to be watched in a movie. It's a cinematic type. Um, but I think I'm going to walk out of the movie being like that did the job it needed to do. I don't think I'm going to be blown away by it. I'm sorry. Part of me thinks it's just too late. Yeah. If this came out five or 10 years ago, it was, prime time for this movie to be made and part of me thinks that the train has kind of moved on and and so now you know we're into wanda and we're into like there's other characters now um that's uh what's her face from thor uh kat dennings the character no the movie natalie portman thor ragnarok no Oh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. But like, <laughs> See, what are you talking like, about? I, it's interesting. Watching these two trailers, I found my mind wandering to Valkyrie. I found my mind yeah. wandering to Wanda. Definitely. And, and where the MCU is going forward as opposed to where we've been in the past. And I think there is a distinct possibility because this does kick us off into to phase four that we are going to have that push into the future. But I really kind of have this feeling of like once Endgame was over, I want new stories and I kind of want new characters. I agree. And and I love these old characters. I think we're gonna really enjoy this movie. But I'm I'm more looking forward to new Spider Man and new Doctor Strange and new actually Ant Man like those yeah, kind of things. Definitely, I'm, I'm more intrigued in. And um, and Clocky is completely right. Loki is the timeline. That's the challenge. Um, but the other challenge is that we are running out of time. Oh, so no. Katie, what should people do? Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Peak News as it happens. Find all the trailers and all the news that we talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. Also subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss a second of it. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up. We had quite a few of them go up from a touch of Disney thanks to Angela this last weekend. And we've got more things coming that you will not want to miss. But that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you round the corner. Bye.